and welcome to the Sparkle Pod, Move It Mama's very own podcast. A community connected through exercise, but so much more. The Sparkle Pod aims to sprinkle a little bit of everything, from sparkle and sunshine to our daily grind and rigmaroles. We hope you enjoy. Morena Etifano, Lise and Jess here from The Wardrobes. Well, actually, Jess is in Rico's room hiding, and I'm in my wardrobe. Normally, she would be in her robe, but my husband and her husband are making a lot of noise at her house putting in new windows. So alas, we are together, but not really together, if you know what I mean. A while ago, we had our sister-in-law, Sarah, on the pod, talking about her journey to motherhood and beyond. Many of you really appreciated this discussion and Sarah's vulnerability in sharing her story. Since then, Hobsey has been a regular in our timetable taking workouts, so a lot of you are getting to know her a little more. We thought it would be great to get her back to chat with us about what's been going on in their lives since. Also, a special mention to our little niece, Sophia. She would have been three last Monday. We love you, little girl, and we think about you all the time. Hobsey, from your wardrobe too, hello. Hello. Hi, Jess. <laughs> How are we? Um, I know that we've been talking for about 10 minutes prior to going live on the pod, but are they new glasses or not? Oh, yeah, they are. They're, um, I didn't realise that you could get um, the blue light glasses mm. that, have you know because I just need plus one plus 1.5 so that I can see who I'm talking to but it means that yeah you know when I'm scrolling and when I'm sitting in bed at night time that it doesn't affect my you know the whole blue light thing yeah this is this is one of those pure things that when you aren't immersed in glasses yourself you just wouldn't notice things like that and I don't really understand or I can't relate to you guys yeah, what it is to have a vision, to have a vision, sorry. Vision, yeah. <laughs> you know? Have both. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> oh, funny. That's cool. See, I would never have noticed that, Jess. That was great obse- observing, but it's probably because you're in the know with glasses. Well, they're like new, freaking new, big, black rim glasses <laughs> on her <laughs> face. <laughs> they're actually navy blue. Um, <laughs> special shout out, I reckon. I just think. <laughs> I think there's a special <laughs> shout out to your fashion at the moment. Hobsey started, oh. since we last spoke to her, Hobsey started working at a shop. And uh, I just think like your shit is getting yeah. lit. <laughs> it's like I'm Jess. allowed to wear my growing up clothes. Yeah. That's how it feels. Yeah, your maybe. style's coming out. You've got yeah. a Because my, my, our mum has always said you've got a natural flair. And, and it's more it's more I showing think... now that you're in this retail short store, eh? Do you reckon? Well, yeah, like a wee bit, but it's also, you know, because it's quite a funky store. Mm, and to be mm. fair, I was punching above my weight. And I admitted that when I got in touch with my friend who owns the shop and said, look, I'm totally not cool enough to work in your shop. Oh, my God, you were funky, though. No, I just feel like a real kind of, well, you know, you know how you feel. And sometimes I feel a bit like I'm a fuddy-duddy mum that just, it, you know, like I have cool clothes, but I don't feel like I can wear them anymore. But I was like, stuff it, let's get these. And those tartan pants, shit, they got a lot of attention on social media. People were like, did you buy them? I'm like, oh, I own them. I own them. (laughs) I was just asking advice. Well, it's probably a big, it's probably quite a milestone moment though, isn't it? Which it was, like Mm. going back to a work work. that is, yeah, outside of your home and Mm. after Mm. um, quite a few times at home. I do love it. It's um, 
it's taken a bit for me to get my head around and you know like this is it sounds ridiculous you know we've got Stanley who's quite full-on obviously but he's he's awesome but one child and a pretty small house and um, it's not like I have a massive household to run but I've just found adjusting to this normal a bit more of a challenge Yeah. yeah You know, like I liked getting my groceries mm. without Stan, you know, like so that I mm. wasn't stressed, that I could concentrate on just one task at a time. Mm-hmm. Catching up with other mums without the distraction of children was always such a treat. And I just can't do that anymore because I'm, mm. I'm working. Yeah. Well, but, I think that yeah. is a juggle. It's like anything new or anything that changes, you have to get readjust to your new normal. What yeah. I want to ask you, though, is when you sell something, do you wrap it in tissue and do a I real do. loving wrap? Yeah, I do. And stickers. Yes. See? Fun. Uh, very fun. When, yeah. we, when we did our last <laughs> um, merchandise run recently, someone wrote to me off the back of confirming that it was in the post, like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited to open my packaging, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Just to be clear, there is no packaging going on. <laughs> Move yeah. it, if, by that, yeah. if by that you mean opening the, the career parcel? <laughs> It made me think, like, you know, one day if merchandise is, like, a regular, oh. or, you know, if we've got the manpower to have, like, yeah. Move Mama stickers and tissue wrap, then of course. But Well, that's it. And it's, you know, like, when you get your Augustine package and it's mm. that beautiful coloured tissue. I know. And, and a just, bag. The bag. Yeah. Yeah, and um, and I bought nail polish off another business and that came with, like, even, like, a personalised note. And it just, it blew me, you know, those sorts of things. I like the added extras, but then it's like, well, I don't keep it. So it's also a bit wasteful, isn't it? I know. But that just took me back to the first ever merch drop we did. And I think you, it was sort of just me in my lounge room and the first house that we had when I started Move It Mama. And I did glitter. I put sparkles and I did do a personalised note. Fast forward forward four years later, there was none of that. Um, No. But also, how annoying would those sprinkles have been? If I can open your bag and this glitter pours onto the floor. I kind of want it to be annoying. Just cleaned up after the kids. Yeah. I just, I actually knew that, but then I thought I can imagine some like partners going, oh, how annoying. But you know, like if they had, if they had opened it, you know, in front of front of them or whatever but anyway okay so um let's get into our chat that was a good little wrap-up of you know your recent um, yeah getting into workforce yeah yeah cool um so yeah so we spoke I think you me and I you and I chatted last night about Mm. it was October last year was it that we spoke I feel like it was about October yeah Yeah. when we did a a, it was August It was all it? it was only yeah, it was. Um, because I remember mentioning this a few podcasts ago. Um uh, I, yeah. I need to go back, but I feel like we kind of spoke um late August twenty or about this time. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're a year on. Mm. Um and a lot of since then though, we have had a lot of people like want to know more about you and what's mm. happened since that podcast and obviously people now see you or move it mama see you mm. on move it mama so they probably have figured out that you haven't had another child which mm-hmm. you were I think when we did the potty you were about to embark on your last round day eh? yeah 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 so, so yeah can you do you want to just chat about that or yeah sure yep. yeah so cool. um yeah, obviously our last chat 
encompassed a whole lot of stuff. And uh, we talked a lot about Sophia and how that journey had, how we, I guess, traveled that journey and we still are traveling that journey. Um, But also then the desire to have another child and the pathway that we were having to go down to make that happen, um, unfortunately, was through IVF. Um, And I guess for Nick and I, uh, that was not the most pleasant, um, joy-filled journey. Uh, Mm. Unfortunately, the... I guess it, it was a mixture of things. It was obviously the results that we were getting, but also the lack there of care along that journey, which just blew my mind. So mm-hmm. for anyone who is on a fertility journey or struggling with fertility and looking at getting help, then just really um, take the time to ask people who have done it and find the best place to go to. Because I guess mm-hmm. that's where we didn't. I'm just more of a do it now, let's get it done. Mm. Let's yeah. crack on with it, you know? Like I don't fanny around too much with no. that research side of it. Well, also when you're kind of desperate to get what you mm. want, you just want to hurry up and take mm. the quick road to done. get it. Yeah. Yeah. And I just really felt the time was against us. And um, so, yeah, we were embarking on our third round um, of IVF and um, it – well you know like it was the better of the three rounds we managed to get three eggs um however unfortunately none of them stayed when they we transferred each one back individually um to me and so that just sort of was pretty shit (laughs) let's face it yeah um and so coming out the other side of that and you know you kind of reflect going I was the fittest, healthiest that I could have possibly been in my entire life. You know, I'd cut out alcohol. The only thing that I was having was coffee, which was one coffee a day. Mm. And um, I was exercising, you know, I was, you know, you're ticking all the boxes and you're still not kind of getting what you want. Mm. So that was a whole different mental game to go through. Um, And then I really, um, I constantly battle the mum guilt of, you know, uh, parenting Stanley and trying to be, I guess, as present as possible for him. But it's pretty hard when, you know, you've got this other journey kind of mm. going Hovering on. Hovering over you. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and probably so. going like, why am I, why am I so gutted about this when look what I've got in front of me? But you, yeah. but you have all right to be feeling all those feelings, mm. but then having to kind of work through them and, you know, try not to wish wish away the time, but try and get what you want and then having to absolutely. deal with the fact that you weren't getting what you want. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there was just, it was, there was a number of emotions that, um, that sort of continually play out, you know, like we, we me, continue, continually grieve for Sophia and then it's just trying to navigate that having another baby, like it was never to replace her. It was obviously we still have so much love to give that this is, you know, we would love, our, loved our family to have looked like that, to have had another sibling, living sibling for Stanley to hang out with. And he talks about it quite often. Um, you know, he'd like a, a big sister the other day. He wanted a big <laughs> sister. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And, but then he talks about Sophia a lot that he wishes that he got to play with her. Um, Mm. And I I guess again in time that he'll understand that, you know, she was just so little that there's just no way that that would have happened. Um, But yeah. And also, 
sorry, I'm just interrupting no, you. Right. Also, right. I'm just thinking like another thing to say to Stanley as he gets older and he, you, he'll know that you did everything you could to give him a sibling. Mm, so yeah. that's, uh, you know, in those times of like, oh, I just want another child. It was actually, a lot of that was also for Stanley. And so like, mm. you know, you instead of be- beating yourself up about, um, you know, not being as present as you could for him, the reason why was actually for him as well yeah 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 what do you mean at the start of that little chat you said about the care like do you reckon this is so you know what am I trying to ask from fertility associates yeah yeah yeah. I know I I get that but do do you think that this is like a wider big yeah like common like that is just the way it kind of is I think is it is it because that in this country are the time and resources available for fertility treatment is lacking or are people not good enough or you know what is that are they not empathetic enough you don't yeah well I think it's a a a mixture of all of that and I'm not going to say that they were all rubbish because they weren't there were Mm. some absolutely lovely nurses but you know, it's a private facility, you know, we are paying tens of Mm. thousands of dollars for this service. Mm. And, you know, our very first initial consult was with a fertility specialist and she was, it was female and um, she had traveled from Dunedin to Wanaka to have her clinic. We literally probably got 10 minutes of her time Mm. and it was just all negative. It was all on me. I was the problem that we had a 2% chance of conceiving um, that our best chance of having a child would be done by egg donor. And I just wanted to almost, you know, it's just such an emotional meeting to go into anyway, because you just desperately want this child that, mm. you know, I, I've conceived two child, children healthy naturally before, you know, without any fertility help. And so now you're telling me that a year down the track, two years down the track of having my last child, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, that just doesn't go very well for me anyway. If somebody tells me I can't do something, I'm kind of like, well, fuck you, you know, like mm. that's bullshit. And I get that there's science behind it and all the rest of it, but this is her job, you know, like why well, does it have to be so negative? It's as if it's what they said. It's almost like a lack of like the, the maybe the, Zero yeah, empathy. the empathy and the communication mm. skills it's like people it's like comparing it to someone who manages a who has a business and manages a team of people but can't actually people manage like these the well, it, it, it's almost also like this is just totally you know not the same but if you're a teacher and you've been doing it for 30 years and you're so over it but you just do it to tick the box it's yeah. almost like yeah. there's yeah. no actual passion for the person you're that's dealing it. with yeah yeah and that and I think it's just that blows my mind. Do you think it is but, down to though that they are like a GP? I mean, most GP offices nowadays you walk in, obviously you're not paying tens of thousands of dollars and it's a different stake a, a lot of the time. But mm. you know, they lack the time and resources. A wee bit. I don't know. I don't know, GC, because um you know, there's there's I, I don't know, I guess. Mm, I know mm. that it's a busy business mm. and it's a very successful business because it's the only one in New Zealand. But I also know of so many people who live in Wanaka who have gone through the same sort of treatment but had their case transferred to Christchurch and had amazing um, experiences. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's just a real shame that I know the, the Dunedin Clinic obviously doesn't re- replicate what happens everywhere else. I and know. I also know a lot of people, sorry, have gone to Australia as well. Really? 
Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah. I know Shah dealt with a different branch and had some mm. really shitty treatment too. That's yeah. Yeah. Just a numbers game. And, you know, you think, well, I don't want to be a number, you know, I, I, we've, we've been a statistic for the last three and a half years, you know, so it's, it's just, um, yeah, so that was a pretty shitty part of that journey as well. Um, and I guess it just didn't put it in a good light for me. Um, and I think the mental game is always quite a tough one anyway, when you're wanting to have a baby. Um, mm. So <clears throat> yeah, the whole there was just so many there was just so many things and then you get asked to do a survey at the end of the you know basically once you've said no we're not coming back you get asked to do a survey and I was extremely honest and I don't hear from any I don't and that was end of last year and I haven't heard from anyone Mm. yeah hey um I just want to ask you and I know that some of these questions might be a bit you know confronting but when you went to get your third do your third like your last try Mm. Do you remember your feelings? Were you just like going in really ex- like, like, like almost, I know you don't really pray, but you sort of pray mm. hoping, I pray this is going to work. Do you remember those feelings? Yeah, I do. I do. I remember them every single time. And, mm. um, and it's just, it's that you just have so much hope, you know, like I, I just don't know how else to say it. You just, you just hope, okay, this is it. This is in the egg that's going to was going to nick nick do you think this is are you like me do you think this is going to work nick like were you like that well we didn't really because you know him you know he doesn't Mm. he doesn't um give too much away and he's he was just all about me he was just all about supporting Mm. me making sure that I was okay Mm. um and I mean it's pretty quick you're in and out very quickly and then Sorry. And then after you're out on that third time, did you just want to like sit down or lie down for three days or a week <laughs> yeah. and just not do anything? Cause you just wanted it to work so bad. Like yeah. I can imagine it screwing with your brain and like, you know, yeah. and that, you know, they do say, Oh, you know, if you do some jumping around, it's not going to fall out. And it's like, okay, yeah, we know that that's, mm-hmm. that's cool. But yeah, absolutely. Like I just didn't want to do anything. And um, it's the longest two weeks, you know, because um, you do you, you that you can either you wait two weeks and then they take a blood test and then you could also pee on a stick well you all know me well enough by now that I would do both so because <laughs> um, living in Wanaka it takes about four days to get your blood test results so it's all mm. about peeing on a stick to get the instant yeah. results and so it wasn't and I did it about three days early because I'm like well if the hormones there it'll be detected mm. and um, yeah so I knew that that phone call wasn't going to go the way that we wanted it to um did you brace yourself for that yeah I I did yeah I did and it's almost you know like I I get to that point where I almost just expect the worst you know like I just brace myself for the worst because that's I guess the and I know it sounds so pessimistic and so negative, Nancy, but no, I can see why. Sort of you know, trying to manage rather, your expectations or something. Yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, like I had I didn't have any symptoms. It's just such a head fuck, you know, that whole, mm. oh, are my boobs sore, oh, I do feel a bit mm. nauseous and I've got a bit of a metallic taste. When in reality, none of that was happening. So mm. um like your head, your head, you're kind of inside your head like creating issues and you're creating it all in your head eh? like a, yeah. you feel like you're going a bit crazy um yeah keep going 
no that's right it's, yeah so it was it was quite consuming um and there was a lot going on at the time as well because we had the house on the market and mm. yeah so um I can but, imagine your headspace during this yeah. time I can imagine yeah. you know obviously it's like you it would be really hard to be in this space because you're 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 in this you're living in this life where everyone around you is happy and I'm having a great day right away but you're just constantly on this in this tunnel of like cloud mm. of like come on let something make me happy and I sh- and then you're going I should be happy I should be grateful I've got so much to be grateful for. but there's so much weighing on how on my happiness right now and just w- yeah. wishing and hoping and yeah yeah definitely and so you know we obviously came pretty head on to the fact that that journey was coming to an end and again just in my nature I don't like to give up and so I had talked to Nick we gave it obviously a bit of time a month or so and said to Nick I just don't know if I'm ready to stop trying I guess Mm -hmm. just you know like there's no I mean it's not like we're going to stop having sex is it you know like we're a married couple and I said to him you know how would you feel if we just carried on and we could potentially conceive you know we could be that one or two percent that gets pregnant because there's that hope again eh yeah and he was like oh well you know it's it's more um if you're gonna be okay with that again Mm -hmm. he he doesn't put himself first he puts me first and I was like oh yeah okay well because and I just don't want it to be consuming because I just feel like we've had two years of it Mm -hmm. consuming our entire beings and at some point we have to be okay with this is how our family looks. Mm. And so, yeah, I guess um, with everything, he's probably got to that stage sooner than me, um, much, much sooner. And so, yeah, as time has gone on, um, don't get me wrong, you know, like there's always going to be hope for me. Um, but then things happen and, you know, like the the more time goes on and babies come along, with other people we know and you know like I, I love changing pooey nappies but it's that whole sleepless night could I go back to having broken sleeps we've got this kid who is amazing and he sleeps 12 hours every night he sleep talks but he sleeps um, <laughs> he snores and he he, he snuffles and he snores and he talks um but you know he he fills our world so completely yeah. that yes. Yeah, I, you know, so um, I guess slowly but surely I am finding a bit more, I don't know, ability to be more, more content with yeah. this being. This do you feel like, are. do you feel like you got to a point where you were like, right, I'm going to focus on, on the, this is probably going to be how our family is going to be forever how it's going to look like um I need to work with that now or do you think it's been a, as you just sort gradual. of, kind of did say gradual but did yeah. did Nick like um has it been a gradual realization or slowly coming to terms with the idea or did you remember actually going okay I need to now pick I need to kind of just let's move forward here um no and I still don't know if I'm there you know like mm-hmm. I I was I felt like I was almost there and then um you know my 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 cycle my period has been 
I just recently realized that they are two different things, your cycle and your period, but they mm-hmm. are like clockwork. It was every 28 to 32 days was my mm-hmm. cycle and my period would last for five days. Heavy first two days and I didn't get any PMS as far as cramping or soreness goes. Yes, mood swings, but that's about it. So pretty stock standard. I've never had much um, pain with my periods. And then... Um, so what month are we now we're August so it must have been June I had some mid-cycle bleed and I was like oh that's a bit weird you know I'd only had my period about 10 days ago and then I had a wee bit of a bleed and I was like oh that's weird and then my period came two weeks later and so I had a full period and then it happened again and I was like what the hell and it was a little yeah, and it was an, an, another sort of 10 days after the end of my period that I had about two or three days where I didn't really need a tampon or such. It was just more of a pad, but it was abnormal for me. And then nothing. And I had a 55-day cycle. And that just screwed with me mm. mentally big mm-hmm. time because I did about four pregnancy tests and they were all negative and I never had mm. any symptoms. So I knew I mm-hmm. wasn't. But then also... In my head, I'm going, oh, my God, this whole chance, you know, this whole um, pathway is actually being taken away from me. My body is saying no more. You know, like I totally felt like I was going to hit menopause and there would be no more periods, no more ovulating. That's it shut up shop we're done yeah so now it's another different grieving process eh? that you've yes. suddenly found yourself immersed amongst almost yeah I'm just like holy shit okay so 43 is this when it happens you know um so and I've just had my period and it was quite heavy um and it was normal you know as far as what's well, probably a wee bit longer but maybe that's because of how long um it had been uh, yeah yeah I don't know so it'll be interesting to see what the body does over the next couple of months but um you know Google was definitely getting a pounding as far as why is it a 55 days I was just thinking that but the thing that's the most freaking frustrating thing is that every woman's body is different so you're not going to find an answer and you're not going to be out Google won't be really telling you because Google will say yes could be start of early menopause Mm. could be just a random funny hormonal cycle you're in eh? yeah yeah Mm. and and you know like so you know you start thinking how can I balance my hormones and what a can of worms that is (laughs) totally so yeah Um, Yeah. oh Hobbsy it's a it's a real mind fuck isn't it really yeah it is it is and um and you know there's as with everybody's life there's always just so much going on Mm. um and it's not just what you see on the surface it's you know juggling everything underneath it you know it's that iceberg effect really isn't it yeah Yeah. that's a big thing I feel like with people people going through fertility support Mm. um miscarriage and everything like it's you only that's where I think this podcast and this episode was that, that we did actually one year ago today. Mm. Are you joking? No. Was it? Was, yes. It was the 22nd oh of August. Oh my God. It <laughs> is so weird. Like, it's can, freaking. So anyway, what I was going to say was what I think was so great about this conversation the last time. Um, I'm just double checking that I didn't get that wrong. No, 22nd of August. It was issued 22nd of August. It's at 7, 7 p.m. So um, yeah. I felt like it was so relate. Well, 
people really got a lot out of it because all you really see is surface level conversation about yeah. it. Yeah. People and relate you, it. Like, I mean, yeah. yeah. And you, it's hard to talk. I mean, I suppose Instagram and social media that people are getting way more vocal on these big mm. topics. I think, I think it's really hard for some people to have uncomfortable conversations yeah. Yeah. because it makes you feel, you don't want to say the wrong thing, yeah. mm. but you, and you don't want to hurt the person you're speaking, you know, you don't want to say the wrong thing to then hurt someone's feelings. And then you yeah. don't want to upset the person you're talking, like we don't want to upset you. We don't want to say anything wrong. So you get nervous. So a lot of people don't, don't say, say anything. anything. Yeah. Mm. And we've talked about that, at this, that, that, that the- podcast about you, um, Hobbsy, that it's just, it's so nice just to get a text to say, thinking of you today, instead of just yeah. ignoring it. And it's yeah. almost like when someone, um, I remember when my mum's mum died, mum said it used to piss her off so much that people just would just, ignore, didn't say anything because they didn't want to, they didn't know how, because they, yeah. they were uncomfortable. <clears throat> but if you had just said something, that would have been so much better than nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, and it's not, you know, like, and I think grief is um, so many different forms. And, you know, we've got something happening in our family at the moment, which, um, or our extended family, which is another form of grief, you know, when a relationship all of a sudden comes to an end, you know, yeah. like, and it's such yeah. a shock to the one yeah. person whose decision it wasn't. And, and so talking to that person as well, and the surprise I guess the surprise factor of who you think are your people they're not really standing there with you or checking Mm. in on you and it's the ones that you have I guess um you have relationships with but then all of a sudden they just come out of the woodwork and they are there 110 Mm percent so you know like I just think that um it it can trigger people and it can trigger them to run or it can trigger them to come and stand up and support and I think um as Kiwis we do back away from those uncomfortable situations you know we do kind of just bury our heads in the sand a bit um as a nation we don't talk about the tough stuff some of us do obviously but as a majority I don't feel like it's something that we advocate Mm. as much as we should yeah <clears throat> I, I agree with you I think you're you're right and I but I think that um you know like I haven't been in your position so you know how this feels and you mm. know what you know you can say that you know like I yeah. I haven't been where you are but I totally appreciate the fact that I know that people just almost take the easy route and shut up because they mm. don't want to be uncomfortable someone um, who- oh there's enough time passed now she'll be over it now Yes. Oh, I don't and know it's if like, it's that. I don't know if it's that. I just some people think would think that, Jess. Some people would be like that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like I've I've got a friend, like I, I do you know absolutely. So when there's a death in the fa- a death or something, like a friend's wife died, I I you you forget it's been six months, oh. say it's been a year, yeah. and you think, oh, you forget, but it's actually no, you I, I so I always make a point of tapping back into that person and mm. just checking in because I think like People do just get on with their life and they fucking just, I think they let Ar- it go. Arguably, mm. though, the same thing happens across the board. Like, this, this is the same thing. Like you have a baby, you get so Absolutely. much attention for four weeks and then yes. nothing. And arguably, Absolutely. it's more important to get it to- six months on. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Mm. Um, Completely agree. 
as someone who established that I'm a bit like my mother and I bury my head in the sand a little bit, but I'm also like my father and I don't stop, which was today, which was not a good combination of traits. Um, (laughs) You're quite amazing too, Jess, don't worry. I think, I think that it's really hard for some people to speak up. So to, to confront difficult conversations. So Mm. I would, I would, I would say that like people speaking. They're not meaning to. No. And it's not out of malice and it's not, and it's just really difficult for them. Mm. Yeah. But that's where growth is. It's not good enough. And I think, but I do think we touched on that last time as well, where um, for me, um, because I am a talky person and I do kind of wear my heart on my sleeve for a lot of my squad that I have that um, I put my own expectations on people and okay. that's just so not fair and mm. and I and I own that and I do own that um, and so but that's what I react to I don't you know like I, I don't react to the fact that I haven't heard from somebody for a month I react to the fact that I would have been in touch with that person. You know, like if, it, if I was them, I've been talking about this. We've been so, talking about this a lot lately, eh, Lise? Like in regards to yeah. actual, a bit more work yeah. stuff, eh? Um, and just, well, just like it, it, understanding and, and like, just figuring things out that people are actually so different and you can get such tunnel vision, not tunnel vision, but I can get, I can get so stuck in narrow mindedness, eh? Narrow mindedness. Yeah. Of thinking, same, yeah. like, how same. did they not do that? Because, it blows my mind that they're not wired like me or do you know what I mean yeah I know mm. or I how know. come they haven't thanked us or, or why can't they like, exercise like, <laughs> 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 my our thing um one of Deb Buckley was like I just I feel like everybody should just say thank you they, they did your workout <laughs> so thank you but you know and in reality a lot of people don't care about that they just want to bloody well get the workout done and no, then get off exactly. but we're going and- what, but we're, we're trying so hard. And yeah. they've been a member yeah. for two and years and they're cancelling and they don't say and they just, for the last two years. <laughs> they just go like, cancel me. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I just, yeah. I think that um, we do forget that everyone else has got shit going on in their lives as well. And so, you know, like for me anyway, I felt that um, obviously because it was, consuming my life my journey Mm. but there's definitely things that have helped me come out of the the dark places that I was um yeah Mm. sorry I was gonna say that to you like um there you could have gone either you could go both two ways you could either get go down the rabbit hole of um just feeling like why why me this Mm. is shit I can't go on I'm fucking gonna live a life of depression or you can go the other way and go what can actually help me today how can I move forward and so did you get to that is this kind of what you're going forward through with now yeah well I have days you know don't get me wrong and I think that um it's important that we give ourselves permission to um to have those shitty days um you know, like if if we didn't have Stanley, then I think it would look a whole lot different. And to the point where I don't even know if Nick and I probably would have survived for the fact that when I talked about this in our last podcast, where our life rafts were so far apart and, you know, like the thing that kept bringing us back together was Stanley, you know, like, mm. and obviously we love each other so, so much, but 
you know, like when there is something so traumatic that happens in your life, everyone, you know, goes through this differently. And it is a fact that men deal with grief very differently. But um, yeah, you know, so if, if we didn't have Stanley and I could have had days in bed, months in bed, you know, I wasn't working. So it, it was, um, he, he definitely gave me a sense of purpose and um, I do have days where there's more tears than others, but there's fewer of those days. Mm. Um, obviously we've had the last couple of weeks have been quite challenging this year I don't, and I don't know why. Um, but the week before Sophia's birthday is probably one of the toughest for me because it's, you know, we, we, I'm reliving our 20 week scan, then, you know, just hanging in limbo, you know, you're told a a small snippet of the information and then hanging in limbo and then sitting in a room with this obstetrician who's beautifully pregnant and telling us that our child, you know, if we were to continue with the pregnancy, would not have a very good life at all. Um, and just having to make a decision that no parent should ever have to make. So those are all the things that um, that I was reliving. And maybe at some point in time, I'll go, hey, this doesn't actually serve me anymore. And because I didn't do it last year, obviously it was still tough, but we had so much happening. You know, we were up the mountain and um, and on Sophia's birthday this year, it was a bit of a dreary day and we didn't know what we were going to do. And so it didn't set me up very well. Um, mm. Can I just say, um, my going back to that chat about uncom- like not reaching out, it's, it's so hard because obviously I didn't reach out to you during that, that week. I didn't really think about it. So you're going, why does everybody else not understand what I'm going through right now? But it's so hard, isn't it, as a human yeah. to like think about every single situation with people and that are close to you. Yeah. So I almost feel like saying sorry that I didn't reach out to you. No, and no, and that's and that's you know because um, just because you, what you're saying is so valid. Yeah, because it wasn't. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like it was a car accident, and that's the day it all happened. No, um, it was over a period. And it's like yeah, and so. What, mine or my best friend's Mal who lost her mum um the year before we lost Sophia sorry two years before we lost Sophia um she it was a similar sort of scenario you know like it wasn't a sudden you know instant death it was the whole week you know and having to make choices and decisions for this person mm. and so you know like I hear from Mal that week going you know I know it's not just the anniversary it's the week leading up to it and it's like oh my god so it's like this is I I relive it but then you know I guess somebody else notifying you know noticing that is quite good and it's all it takes is one person Mm. and um but I don't expect that I don't expect um anyone to sort of understand that journey so yeah yeah but you know the things that but that's what makes I think that's what probably makes you feel quite alone at times eh because it's like you but you've got to under as you're saying you've got to understand understand. that people Mm. other people aren't traveling that journey so they'll be they'll be um seeing things differently or you know so do you think now after this last week would you proactively do something different next year yeah yeah um absolutely and I think that um it's you know like god if if we could and if we were in a position to we'd be on an island somewhere in the sun yeah. you know mm. I just think 
the bit of vitamin D and sunshine just does mm-hmm. so much for the soul. Mm-hmm. And um, your cousin Tans, she's so beautiful. So she sent us, um, so it's actually the only gift that we've ever had for Sophia. And um, it was a ballerina and it's called Sophia the Ballerina. Mm. That's so and cute. Just, oh my God. It honestly, like, and I, this is me, because again, not really heavy on the detail. Um, I unwrapped it and I was like, oh my God, that is so cute. So I set her with our wee shrine that we have for Sophia. And it wasn't until like two days later that I picked her up and I was looking that at her and name. I looked at her tag and I burst <laughs> into tears. I was like, oh my God, talk about delayed reaction. Mm. And I messaged, I, I sent a photo to Nick and I was like, did you even notice her name? And he went, no. Really? <laughs> so neither of you saw um, it. That's so, so thoughtful. Tans is so thoughtful like that. So she just comes, yeah. So now we take the wee ballerina with us. We took her to to, to Tia now and um, it was so cute. Yeah, so she was, yeah, it's very cute. Which is actually, she's actually a person as well that's like a really good reminder of like you no matter all the shit you've got going on in your mm. life you can think of other people which is a good like I, you know mm. and all be better but, at that but she's like yeah she's got a lot going on she, yes she is. <laughs> uh, um i do think though there's you know it's different personalities too jess i yeah, don't I think know. i mean tans is that's her personality that's just what her love language is she's yeah. very thoughtful you know yeah. i don't know if that's yeah. a love language it's not <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it might be. bits within it, it might be. you know, yeah. Because quite often yeah. we speak the language we want to receive, isn't it? So, mm. um, whereas but, I'm um, not good at gifts at all. God, no. that's my worst. <laughs> yeah, <neither. laughs> I'm good. I'm good at donating clothes. You're yes, very you good are. at donating clothes. <laughs> Can't wait for the next donation. Oh yeah, I need to get there. I but I'm not good at going to the post office. I'm um, good at that. I tell you, I benefit because there is no effort required because it's just yeah, come exactly. over. I'm clearing out my wardrobe and I'm like, fine, I'll be there. Um, yeah, when yeah. are you coming up? Maybe you need to make a trip up. Yeah, maybe <laughs> need to make um, a special trip just to do some shopping in your wardrobe. Mm. Yeah. I I had a question based on what you said. How like some days are. Uh, or there are things that you do to manage mm. like what because mm. people will be listening to this who might have you know are going through things and might not be where you are or whatever yeah. but what what can you What's list helped. like a couple of yeah. things that you do and like do you get to a day where you're like this is a shit day but I I'm going to embrace the fact that it's just a shit day but maybe I'll do this one thing that will help or mm. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what? There's so many things that I have tried. Um, so I exercise is obviously key and I do notice, and it doesn't have to be obviously a movement mama. I, it can be a fresh air walk for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and quite often the one that really nourishes my soul the most is if stands on his bike and I know that he's fun and safe and getting a bit of exercise, working off the you know, extra cheese rolls or donuts in his head. Um, <laughs> Murphy's having a walk because Nick and Bruce are always working um, and I'm getting some sunshine and exercise. Yeah. So exercise has definitely been a massive go-to and if I haven't done something for, for the day, then I do notice it in my mood. Um, reading, uh, I know that a lot of my my little fan base from Movement Mama, <laughs> I was telling Lisa this last oh, night. Oh, yeah. Do you know, I've, I've, do you know this? I've seen comments saying I'm 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 here for the book reviews but 
I'll, I'll yeah. suppose the workout will be good I'll do too. The, yeah, I'll do the workout too. So I yeah. talk a lot about the books that I'm reading and I always have two on the go. I have one two that I phys- on the go, one go. Yeah, I physically read and then I have my audio book. Remember oh. how I have my audio book? Yeah, but how do you choose? Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. I remember that. <laughs> Look, it's a skill I'm looking forward to freaking honoring, okay, when my kids shut the fuck up. Okay, keep going. <laughs> I'll buy them a DVD player for reason. We saw this. Oh, my God, dollies. Um, Mm. so yeah and so I I always talk about the books that I'm I have on the go and um so for me reading is almost like my escape from my world and I go to this reality this like this fictional world of whatever I'm reading or listening to but quite Mm. often the audiobooks that I listen to are true stories and um so the likes of um Eddie what's his name um the happiest man on earth yeah. Did you read or have you no, heard of no, it? But I've, I've got, heard of it. I've got a question. Phenomenal. I've, I've got a tip. A really good lighthearted show to immerse yourself in is Love <laughs> I'm Island. Not, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Makes you feel good, doesn't it? Um, does it though? Because she said something the other day as if like, what did you say, Elise? You're like, it's uh, you know, it's consuming. Oh, oh my yeah. god, no. not good. Could you imagine Let's... me getting Nick to watch that? Well, no, I would I, not. I, mm. Which is why I don't go near it because I know that I get too consumed and shit like that. Mm. Back, back to Eddie, the happiest man on the world. Do I need to read his book? Hey, he I? was phenomenal, honestly. Who is he? Yes. I've never heard of him. Um, I'm going to Google him. Oh, Eddie who? Yeah, I'm trying to remember his surname. Google it but and people it? listening will want to know. Yeah, they'll know. Um, so there's that's one of my books. And then also um, The Choice. Um, yeah, She was is that Edith I think her name was um this is where Eddie I'm really Edith? rubbish you know Eddie Jacku Eddie Jacku oh, J-A-K-U the happiest man on earth is one of yep. the books and yep. what's his is he happy because he he's, he's, oh, he's the joy out of every moment no. oh, he's an Aus- Auschwitz survivor yeah, Auschwitz, so he's a survivor Auschwitz, yeah. of Auschwitz yeah. horrific horrific yeah. life and yeah. but just how um incredible and so with the audiobook he's the narrator and I just loved him wow and that's he cool. now lives in Australia and he does um, a lot of motivational talks to the point you know like he's now got a family and so his, one of his boys did not know his story until he heard him talk Wow. And they were like, oh my how come gosh. you've never told us that? And like, I was getting goosebumps, I'm crying. And it's, so it's, you know, releasing a hope of emotions at the same time. But it just, for me, it it, it kind of gives me a wee bit of a boot up the bum that I don't ever want to downgrade my grief, don't get me wrong. But it just puts things into perspective for me. Yeah. It's like the podcast that um, Twiggy sent talking to Shah on the phone I was saying how I just love my I was having my coffee and I said that I just have to enjoy it just wait and then she, she said I've been listening to a podcast that you'd love and I was like what is it and it was Henry James who um is an English guy that is was 17 and, and dove, went for a dive into the wave in Portugal and got um uh, hit a sandbar you? and mm. he's tetraplegic and it's all about he is the happiest he's ever been so it's a similar kind of concept mm. here eh? mm. Yeah, and it's just, you know, like, um, so there's just so many amazing people out there that have had horrific experiences. And, and I, you know, like, I, I don't like the idea of somebody saying it's just choosing happiness. I don't think it's that easy. 
No. I, I think mm. that's a bit of a cop out. Yeah. It's, it's navigating your new normal to find any little glimpse of sunshine that you can um, and holding on to that. And it's also allowing yourself to grieve when you need to grieve, but mm-hmm. just don't unpack your bags there. You know, it doesn't mean mm-hmm. you have to stay there. You can you can have a, a couple of hours, you can have a day, you can have a little vacation there, but you can't stay there forever. It is yeah. not a choice. You know, you, yeah. it's not an option. Yeah. That, um, that Dr. Julie, who's a great follow on yes. Instagram, does hit, yeah, and that one. Um, Julie who? With Do- Dr. Julie. Dr. Is Julie. What her name is. Yeah. She did With one really, yeah, that circle of that grief stays there, black hole like this, yep, and it stays there, yep. and you fill around it with color and experiences, and you build your life around it. It's like it such, feels like such a good analogy to absolutely to, to explain that the grief doesn't go, but you, yeah, some you build yeah. that colorful life yeah. around it to to deal yeah. with it, and it's just another way of saying, you know. It, that whole it takes time and it does take time but then there are also those triggers that bring you back to that moment or and they'll always be there but hopefully Mm -hmm. the corners of those will soften a wee bit yeah Mm. but you know I think it's important sorry correct me if I'm wrong but I think it's important that if you do have a trigger you sit with it for a moment and and let it let it fester and let it let yourself feel those that those feelings and then work through mm. why you're feeling like that and then that's another growth isn't it another stage that you're growing yeah yeah absolutely if you can you know and um yeah it's yeah it, it, and it could be you know like you for me it I hear a mum going Sophia come here and mm. so for me I'm just like what the fuck? Okay, we don't own the name. We don't own the name. We don't own the name. Mm-hmm. And you know, and it was for me. We were Stan was in a swimming lesson, and I was sitting poolside, and this wee girl who would have been about two, two and a half, and this is about a year ago. Um, she was playing in the kiddie pool, and I said to her mum, who's holding on to a newborn, I was like, "Oh my god, she's so cute." She's like, "Yeah, she is." And I said, "Also, oh, what's her name?" And her name was Sophia, and I it took every ounce of me not to just lose it and did you tell it no mm. no so you there's w- no way what did you not I couldn't I couldn't mm-hmm. I couldn't because then I would have lost it mm-hmm. um and I you know that's the one thing that I guess that I am have gotten reasonably good at is when people say oh so have you just got the one child and depending on the scenario depending on that person mm. it's whether or not I allow them to yeah to meet her and um I guess that's um something that I have that yeah so that I can control mm. yeah you've learned to control that and that's really cool so yeah. the the so going forward you can see like even looking over the past year or whatever or that there's times where you're like oh yeah I've I can I've controlled that today but maybe yeah. on a, a shitty day you might not feel like no. you have got that control but that's and mm. that's normal and that's part of life isn't it yeah yeah mm. yeah so I guess um things that have helped me have definitely been the exercise reading um and talking and just um you know I guess it's, it's so hard to explain though I think as well because everyone's so different with their journeys but um 
I do beat myself up. I definitely do, especially on when because I can be so short with Stanley, and then it's when he's asleep at night, and they'll come in, and I'm just like I whisper in his ear how I am so sorry and um, <laughs> try not to cry. Um, but you know, mummy will be better tomorrow. But listen, so this is where it's really hard, isn't it? Because. I, you know how I can be with my kids, right? But you've got this other overwhelming sense of like, fuck, is it, is it because of the loss I've had to endure or is it the stress that I've put my body and brain under that I'm feeling like this or is it just a normal mum thing to be like this, you know, and you've got yeah. a lot of shit going on. Eh? Yeah, and I, and I think it's just all three of those just sandwiched together. Yeah. That, um, that quite often is a recipe for a really good, you know, <laughs> blowout. Self and as like, far as mother, yeah, mother of the year award. Yeah. But um, you know, like I, I do. I, I guess I am quite hard on myself, and but I am quite hard on Stanley as well. I think you know, and Nick's quite often saying to me, "He's just a kid. He's just a kid," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Yeah, I know." And because he is reasonably advanced for his age. You know, I guess I, my expectations are a little bit higher for him, mm. and it's just not cutting him enough slack. <laughs> I think we all do what you, you know, we all do it. That like, yeah. Oh my god! And I, I saw someone post about uh, that the other day. Uh, so like, mm-hmm. one of these days where you just put your hand up and be like, "Fuck, I wasn't that good today as a mother, yeah. or whatever." Mm. But I, I can understand that you have. It's as if you are apologizing because of the grief you're feeling or something that, yeah because yeah, that day could have been quite hard for you so you took it out on so him you take it out oh, yeah. but it's the same with I mean it's it's different but like I I know I I can be really shit when I'm too focused on work you know so you it's like another word, thing I, that you think you that you are you I don't know how I'm, I don't know how I'm articulating this, but no, I you're you doing it right because you are. Yeah, absolutely. I, I said fuck today, <laughs> like actually quite bad. Like, oh, would you fuck? Not like fuck off, obviously not to my kids, but like, oh, for fuck's sake! And then Dan looked at me, and I know it's because I had a lot on my brain to get through, yeah. and it wasn't actually about the kids at all. It was me. So I, you know, those days, Hobbs are so normal, and he won't. He he knows he is a very loved little boy and that's all yeah. that matters that's all that matters and, and I, I think there's been times where sorry go no no it's fine just for the, there's times where like things are so overwhelming overwhelming in my brain not like what's going on in your brain because we're we're walking different paths here but that I've apologized to my kids kissing yeah. them and when and when they're sleeping and crying you know and, I know and I just you know and I just anyone else who is going through or been through or or struggling with this sort of journey you know the self-talk is actually quite is quite powerful and I say Mm -hmm. that from ongoing experience as far as the negative self-talk because you know like if there was a switch that you could flick shit I would buy it I would pay for whatever (laughs) you had to pay for and buy it because it would just make my life so much easier you know some of the shit that goes on in my head you know when I do have a rough day and I'm struggling with Stanley quite often I'll say to myself well no wonder you can't have another child you know like it's shit like that mm, that goes through my mind absolutely mm. and it's so damaging and and sometimes it's on a record you know like it's on a um, record that just keeps going around and around and 
you know, your body wouldn't be able to deal with it. Your head wouldn't be able to deal with it. You can't deal with one child. How would you deal with another one? You know, like it's, we're so mean to ourselves. I know. Self-sabotaging. So Can you guys still oh, hear me? Oh, God, it's brutal. Can you yeah. still yeah. hear me? Okay, sorry. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just, some, that's about this time that my sound goes out lately. Um, yeah, I can, like, I'd say that that's really normal. Hey, you know, we do yeah. that. I, I and I just mm. wish, I just wish that we weren't so mean. Like, you know, I saw, um, what was it, a, a pink, you know, the artist, she had a quote the other day and it just hit the nail on the head about, you know, if only we could talk to ourselves the way that we talk to our friends or, you know, mm. the people that we love, mm. it would just, you know, we're supposed to love ourselves the most and we mm. just don't like, you mm. know, that's, yeah. But yeah, so it's because um, we're it's it's because you you want to be the best. You want to be the best. Like you want to. You've got you're a, perfe- a bit of a perfectionist. You're a bit of a con- you mm. like to be in control. You mm. like to do things well. And so when you're not when you haven't done something well, you everything else starts to play on your brain, and it, yeah. it's so bad, isn't it? But you've got to put a stop to that. Like before it festers, you just cut, try and try and block that out. You try and yeah. flick that switch. Yeah, yeah. It's one part of fertility. Absolutely. See and try and you know that is so difficult isn't it is that like there is so much out of your control you know you mentioned at the start that you were the fittest healthiest mm. you've ever been etc but like mm. it cannot you know it, so many things are out of your control it seems because no mm. matter what you do with the, the the variables that can all the things that can happen through a pregnancy or the things that can happen postpartum or the things that can happen at birth and you know like you, there's only yeah. so much you can do which is a really difficult thing to accept. it is yeah mm. it is mm. it is and it's um I don't know at some point surrendering to all of that and uh just just being so I'm uh, getting there I am getting there I think you're doing a really great job. I really do. Thank I think you. that you're, you know, just the little little steps, like going for your big hill walk and yeah, enjoying enjoying the small things, smooching your cute little man, and you know, you and Nick um, working together as a team. And I, I think slow and steady, you're you're yeah. getting you're getting there. Yeah, and this move, you know, like the pending move that we've got to Geraldine um, at some point, you know, like our first trip to that piece of land that we were just looking at, and it was pretty quick as far as the decision-making goes. It came on the market. We were like, let's go and have a look at it. Got in the car the next day and drove up. And um, I just have to say that I got so emotional because we've always – um, had fantails as our Sophia bird and mm. so whenever we've gone mm. for walks around the lake and um and Wanaka her fantail came over which didn't happen very often we'd be like oh there's Sophia she's come to say hi and Stanley mm. would just be all over it we're loving it when um we walked over to the big paddock where all the trees are um there were like 20 fantails mm. and they were all speaking and I burst into tears and mixed with the agent and he's like oh sorry about that <laughs> you know and so I was like what did that do he he was like oh, um you know it's just quite overwhelming and um <laughs> just oh, cute. To, to cover up but mm. um you know like that for us is quite um I don't know it'll be quite pivotal in our healing journey I think as well mm. as being yeah. once we get to Geraldine and yeah yeah 
on our big it's piece all, of land. It's almost like things that come, you know, as much as you wanted and wished for a different look outcome. of your family yeah. outcome, it's almost always little steps uh, um, give, bringing you the joy that, you know, that you so so deserve yeah. and so ne- so need to move forward, eh? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, I remember I, when we went and visited the section, there were so many fantails around too. It's cool, eh? Yeah, the sign. Do you say yeah. symbol? Oh, I just um, yes, yeah, I need a tissue. I keep um, I've got like snot pouring out my nose. <laughs> Rico's Rico's probably got one under his pillow. Well, to be <laughs> oh fair, God, don't use it though. This is just sitting over here, and I've it's been on my mind to just <laughs> grab Stop. it and wipe my nose. So use it. He's probably yeah. done it before. Yeah, no. Um, okay, should we do a sparkle spreader? Do you think? Well, we finished that little chat. I reckon that's pretty good. A pretty good wrap up, isn't it, Hobbs? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. cool. I've got um, a sparkle spreader so I could start today. Okay, wow, that is so efficient of you. Are, are you impressed? Yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, okay, well, oh yeah, I had forgotten it just then, but I've momentarily remembered. So I, now first of all, I just want to caveat the fact that not everybody is in this position and I am suddenly have reached a position where the weekend for me is quite relaxing in a way when Sunday sports mm. a bit annoying but I've now got to the point where my children are old enough and there were many many years that this did not happen guys so if you're in this position that maybe Jess is in quite frankly where you've got to go to a cot <laughs> and pick up a baby and sort them out their breakfast and all that so the weekends roll into a week really okay nothing really was special about the weekend back then unless you had the partner home um, but I just got to the I've got to the point where I can get up go for a wander to the beach and come back and get back into my jammies and go to bed and have a coffee and it's just so nice not to have to get the kids out the door that they're old enough to get their own breakfast and I can actually really love the weekend now and and it's just dawned on me this weekend that we just had that there were so many years that that just was not that was nothing and so now it's a great feeling so hold on tight if you are knee deep in nappies that this will happen to you at some point. And when you get there, you'll think of me. <laughs> I nice. think a lot of our listeners are at more at your stage too, not just my more my Do stage. you think? Yeah, I do. But I do. I think a mixture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot would be. And I just think that whatever stage you are at, it can be so challenging to um, – think of the other stage <laughs> like yeah yeah it, it's yeah so far so I dropped the kids at preschool this morning and Jeanette was like oh my gosh Nina turned three I said yeah she was three in July oh it's going so fast and I was like mm. I'm still <laughs> waiting for it to go fast <laughs> but so you know I kind of feel like you've I kind of feel like you've dulled my sparkle spreader and oh, I, want, okay. I will be honest and the fact that I I'm not happy about that so I wasn't meaning to dull it. I was just meaning to say, I think that a lot of our <laughs> listeners will relate to you. They'll be like, yes, Lisa, oh, good. I've got that okay. too. Sorry, I wasn't meaning yeah, to okay, dull cool. it. Yeah. It's still sparkling. I do, know, I do know how annoying it is for you. Uh, maybe that was a shit sparkle spreader because there no, are people that are like. It was good. It was good. Okay. No. I think that you all just need to, also you need to say, you know, like you were able to go out for a nice meal and, you know, like especially the weekend has been, it was pretty awesome like it's not one that you have every weekend but mm, I think it's got to the point because when I'm when so we celebrated our 12 year married I don't say wedding anniversary because we didn't have a wedding we got married in a registry office but yeah. we, yesterday was that and like um 
when we got married, when we were together, we were only together very quickly before we got married. So we were together for two years and we got married. And then it was just like baby, baby, baby. And so it was, those years were hard. And so it's now kind of got to the point where we're so much further afar mm. from that, that now I can, we can kind of enjoy that time together that we kind of, you know, a lot of people were married for four, were together for five, 10 years before they mm. had children. So it's quite nice to be in that situation now. Yeah. You don't need to justify your sparkle spreader anymore. Thank you. Okay. What's yours, <laughs> Jessica Ruth? Mine would be that yesterday afternoon, I was so tired. I've been feeling so tired the last fucking week. But anyway, I, and I had pimples arising everywhere and they've sort of disappeared now. But I didn't anyway, notice one. Yeah, but they're just little. And I was at the veggie, pulled into the veggie shop on the way home and near mum and dad's place. And I was just like head down because I didn't have a mask and I, everyone else was wearing masks and I just forgot. I, I kind I've of like got to tell you something after this. And um, this woman in front with her two kid, little kids in the trolley um, was just like randomly just said, oh, I just feel like I'm meeting someone like famous or something she said that, oh, that, that's shit. not but but the what came next was she was <coughs> like I said oh so what's your name you know and then I said oh do you so do you do the workouts like, the work. you remember you know I didn't know if she was just yeah. um oh and she said I I I am a human being because I do your workouts like oh, it wow. is it is so hard sometimes isn't it and I was yeah. like yeah and I was feeling so tired and hideous anyway it was amazing for her to say that and she since messaged like I'm so sorry I was like full of like I felt like a dick or something and I said don't worry I feel like a dick every time like anytime someone says something to me I then walk away thinking what did I say that for why did I say that why didn't I say that blah 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 anyway that was really cool and she said do you get to people talking to you all the time and I my instant reaction to that is like yeah a bit but also my instant, re- I don't acknowledge that enough when I'm asked it. I'm like, yeah, sometimes, and to think to actually, yeah, that's happened twice just this weekend. And that yeah, is so amazing. That's a lot. And it's great. But it's so yeah. amazing to think that because, as we talked about last time, or we've talked about a lot recently, like the perspective, you lose perspective of what impact you might have sometimes. And that's so, yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, just on the off the bat, bat back or the bat of that off the back, off the back. not <laughs> back. bat hey off the bat of that off Definitely the back, back. okay yeah. off the back of that I did my workout live this morning and someone commented going I saw you at the fruit and veggie store but I smi- and I smiled at you but I had a mask on and so I <laughs> forgot and I was like wrote back going I didn't have a mask on I forgot and I said did did you did I smile back I, I said I feel like I saw smiley eyes someone's I, I remember someone her eyes were smiling she said yes you did smile back and I'm like oh my gosh yes so the same fruit and veggie store yesterday oh, oh. mama's went in oh, oh, maybe they go there we're... in the hope to meet you do you think <laughs> no but we're not we're not near home babe we're at mum and dad no but so they there's... know they know it's like but I haven't been there either and no. I when I left that fruit and veggie store I said to Dan that was an absolute experience the girl at the checkout was so lovely anyway so clearly lots of movement mamas hover around there maybe they're oh. hoping to see mama Mitzi no. well he'll be loving the plug won't he the old fruit and veggie man <laughs> yeah well but isn't that so crazy because we, you and I never go there and on that one no. day we go there both of us see someone yeah that's amazing I okay, love well, the my... whole oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. 
uh, anything yeah. to do with a veggie shop? <laughs> you no, just... my, my sparkle spreader is so, so different. Um, Go. So for the last, oh God, I don't know, two years, Stan is a mud pit king at daycare. And I don't like being the fun police. I totally feel like I am the fun police, but I don't like picking him up in the middle of winter no. when he's barefoot, covered in mud, and he's freezing, you know, and he's always been wet. And so... It got to a point where I was like, what can I do? You know, we have three pairs of gumboots because they're always wet and um, there's extra pairs of track pants and everything in his bag so he can get changed. So for me, this last week, my sparkle spreader would have to be puddle jumpers. <laughs> do you send them to school in them or do you put them in they the bag? They changed my fucking life. Have yeah. you not had them before? Well, yes, but then he grew out of them. And then I was I've like, oh, I want to spend 60 bucks on puddle jumpers, but then they came on sale. And so um, I got them. And Two pairs he, or something? No, just one pair because they're waterproof and they have oh. the elastic that goes over mm. the boot. Yeah. And then, and so I said to Stanley, right, if you're going outside, you're wearing these. And he was like, How okay. good. First day though, wasn't such an, a, a success. And I said, why didn't you wear them? Oh, because Jack didn't have any. You know, you can set the trend. Every other kid will have them now. <laughs> well, what's like so, his mum, who's so wait, trendy oh now. Guys, yeah, that'll be it. What's so good about them? Like to me, I'd just throw the track pants that he's wearing in the bit in the wash. What these you probably have to wash. What's the difference? No, no, no. That you no. wipe they stay dry, they don't <coughs> get all um, muddy knees. Oh, like okay. you can just wipe it down. Oh, you stuff. don't have to wash these every day. No, I don't. You can, I hosed them down and then I just hung them outside. And for me, it's like the wet gumboots, you know, Mm -hmm. like we were having to have a different pair every day because we don't have a fire here. So I can't dry things out overnight. And um, I even went into daycare and I was like, what can I do to keep this kid dry? Oh, but this is making me think I'm such a shit mum because I'd be like, you're not to jump in puddles. Well, mm. I was saying that. That's what I was okay. saying. Okay, so and now I'm, it's great. And it fills his bucket, you know, like he's a mud pit king. Yeah, so cool. I'm just saying you're not allowed in the mud pit. That's just not yeah, fair. Yeah, well, no. So, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. You've done a great job yeah, so by sourcing felt, the puddle jumpers. Yep, I felt amazing when I picked him up and he was so excited to see my face. It was so cute <laughs> that he didn't have a grumpy mum. Oh, oh that's lovely, babe. Well yeah. done. <laughs> All right. We've been chatting for a long time, girls, no, but it's been we a have. great, great chat and I'm really stoked. Thanks so much for um I know that there's not a lot of spare time in your timetable at the moment. So I'm really we're really grateful that you came on and oh, yes, came, very well came to came to the party today in the wardrobes. Thanks. Thanks what for having me. It's was. been a it's been a treat. Yeah. Mm. Okay, um, well, what Jess? I'm really Sorry. looking forward to going and blowing my nose. Yeah, okay. Yes, um, right. I need to do mine too. <laughs> okay, have a happy Thanks, week, everyone. Lovely. Love you guys. Thanks, love Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.